This podcast is brought to you by the award-winning Australian-made butterfly maternity pillow, which we are personally huge fans of. We certainly are. We love that it's multi-use and you can use it during your pregnancy and breastfeeding journey, but also that it comes with a removable tensile cover for easy care and comfort. And they sell out every time at the One Fine Baby Expo. They do. So if you want to grab one for yourself and want a sneaky 20% off discount, just <laughs> use the code COLDCOFFEE20 at onefinebaby.com.au. You're listening to a One Fine Baby podcast. One Fine Baby acknowledges the traditional owners of land and water that this podcast is recorded on and pays respect to elders past, present and emerging. How many times have you winced your way through that cold cup of coffee just for the caffeine kick? Or tripped over the same toy you've put away 10 times? We have toothpaste on our t-shirt and tiny humans screaming our name. The Cold Coffee Hot Mess Podcast is here to bring you the real side of parenting and serve up the juiciest survival hacks for this season of life that you can implement today. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Nadine here. And Olivia. And we are from the Cold Cold Coffee Coffee Hot Hot Mess Mess Podcast. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Can you tell me? Can you look at me? Look oh, at me in the eye and tell me. so tired. But really, you look refreshed. It's all self-inflicted. I had the best weekend. The one hack I ever got before I started kindergarten at We're school. We're jumping straight into a hack. Hold on. Sh- Let me get my note. 100% was find mum friends that you click with. So <sighs> in the schoolyard, I was like, right. Hoo, 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 hoo. Anyways, best advice ever. And um, yeah, I went away. There were 16 of us. You guys are the weekend. super tired, aren't you? Like holidaying together. Well, yeah, we've done, done Fiji, we've done oh Queensland. We'll As someone with things. a school child beginning next year, I'm feeling a lot of pressure because you talk about Oh, it's just so lot. great because we share lifts and you yeah, know, we look right. after the kids. If someone, you know, is running late for pickup or drop off, we can you help can each other on out. Each other. Yeah. And you just quick call if anyone can just pick up Max, please. You and had then to do that do. the other night. Absolutely. <laughs> I was so, there. <laughs> I love my mum friend. You, because you say to me, Olivia, find your tribe. As soon as yep. Eva starts school next year, it's imperative that you find your people. And well, you just you... have to invest the time and, yeah, you I have to turn I'm up. I'm really at... nervous. Like, do I audition them? How do I do this? Maybe you just be there and oh, you God. go to the what if PNF I functions and you What's go PNF? to the parents and friends functions. What's that? <laughs> it's, it's just like part of a the school. Speed dating That's what you curve. do. They do it all for you, babe. You're oh, good. my God. But what about you? You been oh, busy? Or? I've been busy, but the good kind of busy that my niece is I here. Know. She's a few weeks old, baby Isla Rose. Shout so out to Claudia cute. and Mike for creating perfection. Uh, but basically being an auntie is the best because yeah. you get all of the good stuff and you and get to, you get to give them back. <laughs> And something that really shocked me was, you know, you don't think you could ever love any other kid as much as your own. Mm. And it's kind of overwhelming how much you can love this little person. Ah! Oh, she's getting emotional. (laughs) I know. Without like, and she's not mine, but I like just love her so much. Anyway, sorry. I've got two. I've got two on the way. Oh my. Not my own. (laughs) You're hiding them well, darling. Yeah. I'm going to be 90 twice in the next couple of months. Yes. Twins? I've got one. No, uh, both sister-in-laws are pregnant. pregnant. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So it's all happening. Look it's at this. all happening. Wowza. Why we're in the baby industry. I mean, we are the right we people to talk to. We know what we? we're talking about. That's right. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode because it is out of this ballpark amazing. All right. So on today's podcast, I'm excited to have Canna Campbell <gasps> on the <Yes>. podcast today. <laughs> now, I have been personally a huge fan of Canners. I remember clearly watching her YouTube channel like six years ago or so when I was pregnant oh and she really did inspire me to sort my financial 
<laughs> beep out. <laughs> Can I say that? Or no. Do I, uh, I financial stuff out? Yeah. Um, she really cares, though. This is what I love about Kenna. She really cares about empowering financial independence. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, she is the founder of financial literacy program Sugar Mama TV and author of The Thousand Dollar Project, which Liv and I have both done at yep. least once in our lifetime. We've read it all. We've, We've read had it. Yep. And she's a guest finance expert on every new shows that I can think of. So welcome, Kenna, to the Cold Coffee Hot Mess podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. What an intro. I mean, you are a, an absolute <laughs> I <know> maverick. <laughs> I am a fangirl. You I'm are, clearly. I'm showing my cards. Kana, no one else has had an intro like that, just saying. <laughs> I feel very special. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> so Kana, let's get straight into it and start from the beginning of family planning. So for someone who's pregnant and planning for a year of maternity leave, what key considerations should they be thinking about setting up before the baby comes? Well, number one is communication. Um, if you have a partner that's going through this with you is to make sure that you guys are both on the same page and can sit down and do a budget and look at what the revised cost of living will look like, particularly if you're looking at taking some time off from work or maybe dropping down to part-time work, how you're going to cover the cost of childcare or nannies or whatever it may be that you choose, so that everything is agreed upon up front and that you have some fairly healthy boundaries in place with each other about how you're going to spend, how you're going to cover the costs and share those expenses. And of course, how you see the financial well-being as a family unit now, because obviously things do change when you've got a little special mini human person growing <laughs> yeah. inside you and then, and then growing in your arms. That teamwork is just essential because we all know how stressful it is having a family, yeah. let alone with the sleep deprivation that oh kicks gosh, in. The yeah. last thing you want to be doing is worrying about the finances. Yeah, and you want to have all the budgets in place before the baby comes, right? Exactly. So communication, then sit down together and do a budget, have some boundaries in place that you both agree upon. You know, everything's very transparent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then do some goals as well. You know, what's important? Do we want to save up for a holiday? Do we want to have a goal to maybe buy a place together or do we want to have a goal to pay off our place? You know, really look at some exciting, empowering yeah. things as part of the whole mix. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And just on that note, are there any good budget trackers or apps that you recommend um, that can help with financial forward planning during a time like that? I'm not a fan of budget trackers as such mm -hmm. because I feel like the horse is already bolted. You've already spent that money. Okay. I take more of a, I guess, a proactive approach when it comes to budgeting where uh -huh. you give yourself spending boundaries. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you would say, okay, well, we have a food budget of $300 per week. Mm -hmm. Whereas, the, you know, with, a, with the tracking, you know, you're entering into an Excel spreadsheet or an app, okay, I just spent – $399 at Woolworths. Like yep. it's great to know that, but it doesn't take a, um, a leadership role you could <laughs> yeah. say when it comes to managing your money. Whereas if you go into the supermarket going, my budget's $300. I've got to make sure that we don't go over that. Or if it, you know, it means I've got to take a few things out of the cart. It just yeah. puts you back in the driving seat again. Um, so not a fan of tracking, but more of proactive budgeting. There is a sugar budget available online, but there's nothing wrong with 
piece of paper, pen, calculator, and cross-referencing your statements and putting it into an Excel spreadsheet, making sure that you can both access that spreadsheet and and track that spreadsheet, uh, you know, by looking, cross-referencing it against your transactions. So it's kind of like a fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm. So you just have to set your your boundaries. Exactly. Okay. Um, Because mentally preparing for one salary, it's a lot. Gosh. And paying the mortgage off with one salary, Mm -hmm. if if you're not – you know, planning yeah. for that, that's, yeah. And that's why I guess the beauty of the gestation period because it allows yeah. you to, to save up. And I guess one of the good things about being pregnant is, you, well, I know for myself when I was pregnant with all three, I was so tired. I didn't want to go out. Yeah, um, so I saved, money. You know, and I, as a financial planner, I've had lots of clients say the same thing to me. They're like, oh, we saved so much money because, you know, we weren't yeah. whining and dining <laughs> like we used to. So use that time to really save up as much as you possibly can. And, you know, when it comes to buying things for the baby, you know, the cots, the prams, uh, all the, you know, gadgets and gizmos, you know, look at what you actually genuinely need rather than what you think you need. Get advice from other mothers about where they wasted money or what was a great buy. Yeah. Try and buy pre-loved. Yeah, marketplace is great. There are are lots of strategies out there. And, you know, so being, you know, from a workplace point of view, thinking yeah. about your annual leave, okay, you know, you've how much annual leave do you have accumulated? You know, is it time to maybe use that to help cover maternity leave? Uh, do you have long service leave? Start being a lot more strategic with your resources. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I guess when the baby comes, <laughs> is it, well, I think this is more about financial planning, this question in mm. terms of, setting your kids up for success in the future, is it? Mm. do you know if it's easy to set them up with a bank account? Are there rules around it? So you can't give them a bank account. You have to be, I think, about 13 uh, to have for a child to have their own sort of savings account. Right. But what you can do is invest on in their behalf. So you can – well, actually, there's three technical ways of doing it. You can invest in, in their name uh like buy shares for them in mm. their direct name or you can you know have a savings account in trustee for them if you want yeah or you could just have your own separate savings account which you keep for them you know for example grandparents might maybe give you some money when they're born or when it's their birthday and you can pop that money into their account but it's still technically yeah. and legally your account but you're just managing it well then that's, so. that's exactly what I did so I've set one up for both my kids transferring money to them every month but then COVID hit mm. and we were financially stricken so we had to dip into that yeah and you know luckily I've been able to pay, start paying it back mm. and but you know, oh, they're freeloading the, anyway. They in your are house, free really. <laughs> I mean, it's yours. It's your money. But where is the protection? Because like I was doing so well, and then I took the money, and then it's going to be hard, you know. And then they lose out in the end. But is there? I guess there's no protection around like naughty parents doing that sort of <laughs> thing, dipping, stealing the money. Look, at the end of the day, you never want to jeopardize your own financial well-being um, for your child's like financial benefits. So what I'm trying to say is you would never want to put yourself in a risky, dangerous or financially stressful situation because you were trying to save up for something that may not necessarily happen. Mm -hmm. If you want to install great financial wisdom and knowledge in your children, the best thing to do is lead by example and learn together. Okay. Mm. 
I guess I, I have a question around this because can I, my kids are two and four and I guess I'm trying to be a bit of a sticky beak and find out what you do for your kids because I know there's high interest accounts right now. I know because my interest on my mortgage is high, so therefore the <laughs> savings accounts are high. Um, but I'm just wondering, I want the money to work harder for mm. my kids. I know they're going to be paying back this COVID debt and they're going to be in it for the long haul in terms of what they have to pay back. Is it best to start investing in shares now when they're this young on their behalf so that money money grows? Is it better to lock it away in an account, I can't remember the name, that you can't touch it for a certain amount of years, like a long-term deposit? Whatever, account. yeah, long-term deposit account. Or is it better to just throw it in a high savings Maybe offset it against the mortgage. I don't know. What's or give the, it to a fund manager. Yeah, what's or, the there's trick? just so many options. Yeah, what is it? Well, look, there are lots of different options because there are lots of different goals. Hmm. So if you said to me, look, I want to save up X amount of dollars so that they can have this money in, say, five years, you would then look at maybe something very conservative like a high interest earning online savings account mm-hmm. because you don't have that benefit of time to see through the risks. Mm. But if you said, look, I want to be able to put some money aside so that when they turn 18 or when they you know, graduate from university, I can give them you know, some, you know, a decent amount of money you know, to maybe put towards a deposit or to put towards helping pay towards hex debt and things like that. Because you've got that benefit of time exploring something mm. that's a long-term high growth asset where you've got the benefit of time and are comfortable with, you know, the volatility behind that, looking at something like a managed fund or an ETF or investing in shares might be something worth considering. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question, you said you want to sort of pry and see what yeah. I do with my kids. And, <laughs> and please keep in mind, this is not advice no. at all. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I look at my kids I want to educate them. I want them to know how to manage their money because that is something that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. So each of my children, when they were born, I bought them a very, very small uh, parcel of shares in a listed investment company. Mm -hmm. And the dividends are automatically reinvested. And if and only if I happen to have some spare money set aside I will add some more shares to their portfolio. But that is as simple as that. I don't have any online savings accounts for them. If if I have spent money, it will it will go towards more shares because the goal behind that for me is to be able to give them a small portfolio that I say, look, this is earns you a little passive income. You can mm-hmm. take this money and you can keep building it if you want, or you can use it to, to you know, for your own financial future and independence. But it's used as an as a educational tool. And my children, my I've got three children. One's two, one's about to turn four, and one just turned 10. So the 10-year-old, you know, loves to sit on my lap and we look up his portfolio. And it's tiny. It's very, very tiny. But yeah. it's the, the gift of the education, yeah, really. Yeah, right. And I wish I had a each year he understands more and more. And I don't mm. overload him. It's I pepper it in here and there and I sit down and I show him. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your portfolio. This is what it was worth. This is what it started with. This is, you know, you can see it's gone it's negative at the moment. And this is what the income, and we, we buy more shares with the income. And just little bits of empowerment here and there. And he'll actually now say to me, oh, can we have a look at it and see what it's doing? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he'll actually now it's also say to me, look, it, it's incredible. He now says, like, can I, uh, he got, I think, $100 from his grandparents for his birthday a couple of weeks ago. And he said, look, I want to spend a little bit, but what's left over? Do you think we could put it towards my shares? And I was, it was 
huge awakening. Uh, you know, I was like, wow, this is paying off. They're like, I'm, I'm getting there. These little seeds that I'm planting. Yeah. How good. Uh, um, and it's, it, I, it's very small. We're not talking about, a, a, you know, a trust fund baby here. No, it's, but it's, it's the education. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you were talking about that, you mentioned that your dividends get automatically reinvested. When you say it's like automatic, is there a system you're using or how does it automatically get reinvested? So in this particular investment, he's in a listed investment company and it's the same with shares as well. So when you get the paperwork where you have to submit your bank account details, your tax file number, depending on what shares you bought, a lot of them have an option where you can reinvest your dividends. And if you tick that box and there's three boxes, it's no dividend reinvestment, which means the the money just gets paid to your bank account. You can do a partial reinvestment where say 50% of the dividends get reinvested and the remaining 50% get paid to you. Or you can do a full dividend reinvestment plan. And he is enrolled in a full dividend reinvestment plan because we're trying to grow the portfolio because he's got the benefit of time. And I, I have to stress this is, what I'm sharing with you is not advice. No. I'm just, That's you know, I mean, yeah. this is purely for educational purposes mm-hmm. and, and my goals and my financial situation, you know, is, is not, you know, it varies from person to person. So for the listeners that think, oh, Canada's doing that, I'll do the same. Please don't do that. <laughs> you look um, at your individual circumstances, right, and get advice. <laughs> exactly. And, and look, in my book, Mindful Money, I have a whole chapter dedicated to this and explaining all the different ways because you can invest you know as trustee you can invest in their name or your name so i break everything down there and i give you different ideas for investment options that's cool i'll be looking at that i know it's really good that's amazing yeah it's a great breakdown but to answer your question the the dividends are not paid um to my bank account they're paid um by reinvesting so though the dividends get essentially get used to purchase more shares yeah. in that particular listed investment And then company. it compounds, right? Exactly. Yeah. Good word, Livia. I've been reading. <laughs> I'm telling you I'm obsessed with her book. <laughs> no, I love that because it does it automatically. We've got enough on our plate. So if I can know that it's all doing it automatically, magically, yeah, um, and then the when I do have the time to sit down and talk to my children about it, then we can think of where it goes. But if it's doing it automatically, I think that's great. Yeah, check. And, and the great thing about it not being paid to your bank account, and you, there are risks of doing this because obviously you'd be careful of diversification, but the great thing is it's not spent accidentally because if it was paid into my yeah, everyday spending account, yeah. I guarantee without me even realising oh, it's, it's been paid, yeah. I could very easily spend it. And Couldn't that's not what I want for my no. son. Yeah. Um, and I think let's lead this kind of leads into mm. teaching the children the value of money. That's a great one. Um can we talk about pocket money? How? What's your advice on integrating pocket money that isn't just based around the normal, you know, run-of-the-mill chores like making your bed, brushing your teeth, things like that? I think pocket money is such a, a fantastic tool for empowerment with children. Their children should have unpaid chores at yes. home. That's obvious. But giving them the option, if you want to earn some extra money, you could clean this or help me with that or, you know, chip in with this and, and giving them the option that if they wanted to, they have the opportunity to earn extra money. And with that extra money, they can use that in experiences. They can put some away for a rainy day. Yeah. They can invest some or they can donate some to charity or, you know, buy something for themselves yeah. at the shops. and. You know, financial literacy is obviously important when it comes to saving and investing, but also teaching our children how to spend money wisely. Yes. And this is something that's 
it's, I won't lie, it's like teaching a child <laughs> to um, imagine what it would be like teaching a teenager how to drive. But, you know, with Rocco's <laughs> pocket money and he wants to spend it, you know, he wants to head to, you know, certain stores and, and buy a whole pile of landfill. And I, I have to bite my tongue. He's got to learn the hard way. It's the best way to learn. But mm. I do try and say, look, let's maybe have a think about that or maybe let's go and research before we buy this and see if we can buy it somewhere else. Or is that the best really quality toy yeah. thing that's going to last? Because mm. and it's funny, like I, I've let him learn by experience where he's, I, he's bought a toy, it's broken, you know, it was cheap and he's been disappointed and I've had to let him feel that and experience that and yeah. learn that. And, and now, you know, he's a lot more switched on. He's like, actually, I don't think I'm going to play with that as much or that actually looks like it, it might break really quickly. You know, maybe I need to save up a little bit more and come back or actually I've, you know, he's been in the store with me. He's like, I don't see anything I like. It's not quite right. Yeah. So I don't want to just buy something for the sake of buying it and waste all this money that I've just been saving up for. So, you know, you've got to kind of let children fail. Yeah, you've got to let them fail. the best so way to learn, learn because yeah. – they the quicker they can learn the better. I failed. I used to, you know, do a lemonade stand out the front of the house. <laughs> so cute. I, I was not. I was selling hot cups of teas at my lemonade stand and telling my brother to go back inside and and just run the hot tap and then I'd come out with the tea bag and these people like they'd buy it for fifty cents. Oh, but you know that was my way of getting pocket even money. At like four. <laughs> can you believe it? But Very you know, can I just wanted to touch back on so. Is pocket money a given or is it a bonus? This is something that I've really been struggling with. What do I do with my kids? I think it's something you obviously got to talk about as a family, but I think it is something that's very, very powerful because it shows children they have options in life and opportunities in life. So I would highly recommend getting your kids on some form of, of pocket money and Rocco has been on pocket money since he was about three, if I, if I can oh, stretch my wow. memory back that far. Yeah. And there were simple things like he had a, we had a cordless vacuum cleaner. And so it, it, it was more of the, the, the effort and being part of a team and, and all doing our bit to help. And you know, my daughter who's just about turned four, she's definitely going to be starting a, a pocket money system shortly as well. And how much though? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Good point. Well, it's, <laughs> the thing is, though, it's it's not much. It'll probably be just a couple of dollars. Okay. And I'm sure they'll go straight to the lolly shop. Yeah, yeah. But I want sure. her to understand the concept of, of time yeah. and money and, uh, you know, that she has – there are opportunities out there and if she wants them, she can step up and seize them. And That's right. Look, there are times I say to Rocco, Rocco, I'll pay you $5 or $10 to clean the inside of my car. And he'll say, look, I just don't feel like it. Right. I don't want to. I don't, I'm not motivated to – you know, to do that today. And I, and I have to accept that and go, okay, fine, fair enough. Mm. But you he's know, made that decision. We'll come and back I love... to that again. And as soon as he sees yeah. something he wants, he'll come back and say, actually, can I take you up on that He'll up have on a different offer? answer. But I love that you've kind of, because oh, I was really stuck on, but if you start paying them to do their chores and they're not going to do anything for free, but I love how you've really explained that, you know, chores are a given. There are things that they contribute to the family every day just because mm. they're there and they're part of the family. But then there are those extra tasks that you can reward financially. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. You're introducing it, but you're also showing them that you're a part of this family, you contribute. No questions asked. And when you start giving them opportunities, you kind of tap into this inner entrepreneur. Yes. Because <laughs> now when I say to Rocco, you know, do you want to do this? He'll start bargaining back. He's like, 
well, how about I do, you pay me this much, Love that. but I'll do this. Good on it. That's this. awesome. Love He's it. definitely your son, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's actually very sweet. He's, he has this dream of having um, – He makes. He's, he's actually a brilliant cook and uh, he makes quesadillas and he has a, a little business idea of opening up a quesadilla um, restaurant and he's – Rocco's Quesadillas. It, the quesadilla King. Oh, the Quesadilla King. I love that. Oh, me- well, let me tell you, Nadine is sick for Mexican and that, I just had it on the weekend. So My choice is chicken, quesadilla. Yep. The Quesadilla so King. Rocco. Every week, the- Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I might have found you funding, Rocco. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, good on him. So let's go back to grocery shopping. Can't get out of the Woolies without, you know, spending. Oh. Or Kmart. Like, don't even start me. I can't walk into that place. But, the, you know, the money just adds up. Do you have any recommendations for apps or hacks that you can save money in everyday life? Reward platforms, any of that? Oh, my goodness. Uh, how long do we have? I have so many. <laughs> Great. So I love Woolworths, but I also a member of the Everyday Rewards. So I, you know, I collect my points and I actually save them up during the year and then use them at Christmas time. I do that. Which really That's does great. help. Oh, so shopping loyally does pay off. Yeah, love that. Yep. There's the obvious ones like the Odd Bunch, not only reducing landfill and supporting the farmers, you're saving money. I haven't heard of that uh, Being aware of those no. specials. So funny, I was in Woolworths this morning with my son, Rocco, and we looked at, you know, Wonder White Bread was, I think, $4.90. But Woolworths had their own in-house bakery yes. and that was $2.90. Great. So really pay attention to what is on special mm. and use those in-house brands where you can. And look at the price per gram or kilogram because that really is insightful for saving money. Mm-hmm. And knowing things like it's cheaper to buy a block of cheese than to buy the same amount of cheese but shredded up. See? It's for the effort. You're paying for the yes. effort, right? Convenient. Exactly. Convenient. And same mm-hmm. with packaged hams and bacons. Right. It's more expensive to buy the you know, all plastic wrapped up than if you would walk across into the deli section within the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Probably fresher too from there. the deli. Yeah. And then also try and shop out of hours, so out of peak traffic, because when there's less people in the supermarket, not only is it more peaceful <laughs> and you can sort of slide up and down or glide up and down the aisles, you can actually see more clearly what's on special and uh-huh. actually take a moment to step back and look at the shelves and go, all right, well, hang on. If I buy this, I can see that little sticker over there that says it's on special. Yeah. And that is another great way of speaking to the staff and asking them, okay, well, what's the delivery day for this store? Because a lot of the supermarkets have particular days where new stock comes in and that's when they start heavily discounting food. And it's also good to know what time of the day they start bringing out those specials. Because if you go around 4 o'clock to Woolies, you'll see that there's a good lot of meat on special there. That's a little inside hack for you. Yes, that's where the cooked chickens also go on sale. And, you know, Buy smart. You know, if you buy a cooked chicken, you can make a chicken salad. You can do chicken sandwiches. Mm, bachelor's handbag. The, the bones to make broth. Like there's so many things you can do. And But I have to say, I think from a family of five, yeah. one of the best things is to meal plan as well. Oh, yes. So yep. go, right, okay, we're going to have spaghetti bolognese tonight. Tomorrow night we're going to have risotto. And then the next night we'll have a salad. Then we'll do, you know, bangers and mash so that you're you're not wasting as much food you know what to buy you're also buying the same items so you, you're really familiar with the prices they're, they're really simple things and obviously the cleaner we eat it, sometimes that's expensive because fruit and vegetables sometimes is more expensive than 
a packet of Tim Tams. Yeah. <laughs> but you've also got to think long term, okay, well, what's going to keep me feeling healthy and fit and strong and make sure I get a great night's sleep and I'm less likely to catch a cold, you know, thinking long-term as well as short-term. And frozen veggies are okay as well, aren't they, to, to substitute? Absolutely. I mean, they're meals. frozen when they're picked. So there's a lot of people who will say that they're actually better for you. And Susie Burrell, who's a dietitian, is so, someone who I follow and she does these brilliant what's in my shopping trolley segments on Instagram. Ooh, and she, she shops frugally she's got twins who I think about maybe eight nine or nine years old and she is unbelievable at stretching a, a grocery budget yeah. out what about though for working ones from my point of view I just do you know those hello freshers or Marlene spoons or whatever mm-hmm. because that t- takes me away from Woolies because I don't <laughs> actually have to go into the store yeah. I don't have to think about it do you like do you think I'm saving money that way Absolutely. I, I, I definitely do those as well, particularly when I've got a really busy period of work and I the thought of going to the supermarket just is extremely overwhelming. You know, it's great because everything you need is yeah, there. Don't have to think about and it. how often do we pop into the supermarket to grab some milk? This and is what I'm saying. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. At least Especially six. if the kids yeah. are with you. Oh, oh mom, can I have this, can I have yeah, that? Yeah, right. They're excellent value for money. What I would say with those are as well is, you know, sometimes to get an extra meal in there is, you know, you get an ex- bigger discount. And mm. Tom and I have this saying in our home, eat once, sorry, cook, cook once, eat twice. So yes. try and you know, exercise portion control so that you can take your lunch to work the next Make day. Or... Yeah. That's what I do. Yep, that's, yeah, and yep. save you 10 or $20. That's it. Um, what about exactly. the fun ones, Kanna, like the reward platforms for the mums, the beauty, the – I don't know, I use cash rewards. Oh, my gosh. I have had so much money in that uh, cash oh, reward account. Cash reward is brilliant. I think it's I put awesome. about $700 in yeah. my cash what? rewards bank. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to hit $1,000 so I can invest it. Oh, yeah. But, oh, um, no, absolutely. Like Adore Beauty for me is amazing as well. I have so oh, many yeah, savings in that. They fantastic. do a really good one. Do you know what I love is the Honey app. Have you seen that? You download it as an extension, and as you go to the oh. checkout, it automatically runs any discount that it can find on the internet. So it's the same as cash rewards, but instead of giving you the money back, it saves you the money in the first place. It tells you this has got a saving. It runs every discount. You can be there for like five minutes while it runs 20 discount codes to see if anything sticks. Yeah, it's great. All these little things really do add up. It's it's quite Mm. incredible. Mm. I also buy all my Christmas presents and the Black Friday sales. Oh, me too. I'm, I um, just joined Flybys, so I'm going to see how much I can save up and then use those points uh, for yeah, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I've got $30 oh. on my Flybys card. I checked last night. I don't have Flybys. What? I know. Why I've not? never. It's is it free? I felt like it was too late to join, but clearly well, if Canna's joining. It's like with <laughs> investing, the best day to start was yesterday, but okay. today is the second best day. There you go. There you go. I don't even have everyday rewards either. Oh, God, Nadine, yeah, you I need know. to get out of this Oh, God. You know, I've got two dogs and one of my dog's pet insurance is Woolworths. So we get an additional 10% off our shops once a month. Oh. Oh. Oh, see, that adds up. Yeah, you're that right. That adds up. And okay. I've also heard um, I, I do all my – so what I do is go to Aldi first, get as much as I can from Aldi, yeah. and then I jump on the Woolies app. Um, look at the half price specials and then like get whatever's left over that I need. Mm. But I've heard um, that there's that like Woolies, um, it's like an extra rewards platform. It's like $7 a month. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the next step up. I've heard mm. that that is super good value for money because you get Even like an so. extra 10% off each a shop in Big W and Woolies per month. Yeah, right. 
Among yes, I've got that as well. It's oh, brilliant. Good. Okay. So are there any more, Kenna, that you can think of? Look, you need to look at what, what works for you. You know, where do you genuinely shop and, you know, what's convenient as well because you don't want to be driving across town fighting petrol and, you know, <laughs> no, traffic. No, I just want online. Trolleys. Like, do yeah. what works for you. And then, look, I, I love, I think I paid $189 to get a year's worth of unlimited delivery. Yes. And it actually showed me when I went to renew it, I'd saved $289 yeah, in delivery fees. Yeah, your money back so in more. And I, I do believe shopping online with the supermarket is, saves you money because in a supermarket, you unless you're walking around with a calculator or you're a human, human calculator, you don't know until you get to the checkout check how out much surprise. you've just spent. That's it. And then you've got that awkward moment where you're like, actually, I've gone over budget. I need to take a few things out yeah. and you've got a few people awkward. behind you. Whereas online, you can see how much is adding up. That's true. And before you check out, if you go over budget, it's just a, you just click a few buttons and you can see what you're going to You've you know, seen You've seen me taking out my beloved twisties because I'm like a few dollars over. I've done that. I've stuffed the budget. <laughs> it hurts. Yep, but I do it. Trained by Kenna. Trained by Kenna. That's it. That's it. Okay, so I know, Kenna, because I'm a long-time listener and follower of yours, that you are big on emergency money. So I know that this can differ for many households, but just if you had to throw a blanket number out there, how much should the average household have on hand at any one time just for emergencies and things that may pop up? Uh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you, but I can't <laughs> ever throw a number. There's no magical number because right. everyone is different. Mm-hmm. So... What I recommend you do, and I am sorry, I'm so sorry, but if I need to be okay, honest me. and I need to make sure I'm giving great value here for your yeah. listeners. But the thing is, there's no one size fits all when it comes to emergency money. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint, but <laughs> That's okay. it is important that everyone understands no two households are the same. Mm-hmm. So you might think, well, Yes. So, for example, your emergency money number or requirement is, might be very different to mine. So, you might think, well, I've got a salary, I've got lots of annual leave accumulated, I've got lots of sick leave accumulated, hmm. our mortgage has, you know, lots of money sitting in the redraw facility or offset account. I've also got some passive income coming in from investments. Uh, I've also got insurances in place like income protection. You know, your situation might be d- different to mine, whereas... Uh, I am self-employed and so is my partner. Mm-hmm. We have a mortgage, uh, we have two dogs, and whilst they have pet insurance, we both have excesses on those pet insurance policies. Um, we have three kids, we've got daycare expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, you car. know, it's <laughs> yeah. cars. Or yep. We own our cars outright, but, you know, that's something you would fit, you know, factor in. You know, well, I've got, what are my living expenses like? How long could I last financially? Uh, you might think, well, actually, I've got, you know, an elderly parent that lives overseas and if something was to happen to them, I'd need to factor in, well, what would the cost of jumping on a plane last minute, you know, needing accommodation and spending money, uh, you know, or do I have a family member that needs particular types of expenses coming up, such as orthodontists or needs to go and see a specialist or, you know, you you need to look inside your own home and your own realistic risks. And I have this financial challenge called Frugal February. I love Frugal February. Yes. Oh, well, Frugal February wasn't quite so frugal for me because (laughs) we had, (laughs) we have emergency money and we, I thought we had the right amount and it was not a small amount. 
because, you know, I'm aware that Tom and I are self-employed, so we don't have that security of, you know, a salary. If we don't turn up for work, we don't get paid. Mm -hmm. But we had disaster after disaster this um, February. We had we discovered huge amounts of water damage yes, in our home. I remember this. And last-minute insurance company turned around and said, no, we're not covering this. <gasps> and that wiped all of our emergency money and all of Tom's separate savings that he had earmarked for something else. That sucks. We had our garage door break, which was about I think three and a half thousand dollars, which mm. is still not completely fixed. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, our dog got really sick, uh, and her excess, I think, was a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars. My website got hacked, <gasps> and it was so badly infiltrated with spyware, we had to pull it down, and a lot of information got lost. And I'm still in the process of oh. paying for it to be rebuilt when it rains it because pours. it's such a big job. Yeah. yeah. And our fridge and freezer. Uh, I was about sorry. to say, not the fridge too. I was just about to say, tell the me the fridge, fridge. and freezer. Like it, it, and we, it was this blow after mm. blow. So there's and, a $10,000 month for you. Yeah. At least. And I say to people, imagine, tell me three things that could happen in your home and what's the cost of each of those. And then that starts to give you an idea of That's how much you, okay. you need to go north of that. Because we've all heard the saying, sometimes things happen in threes. Yes. Yep. So for us, it was actually probably five bad things that happened. Uh, so you need to be realistic. No one's invincible. No one's immune. No, so true. I've never had someone say to me, Kanna, I wish I didn't have so much emotions in my <laughs> I bet. I don't think anyone would ever say that, would they? No, I just got to get some. Kenna, that was absolutely amazing. Yeah, that was fantastic, Kenna. Thank you. I feel really empowered again to take control. I might do frugal uh, August or September. Yeah. But that's what that's what you do so well, Kenna. You empower yeah. um, people to get hold of their financial um, independence as well. So thank you so much for sharing all those amazing little hacks and tips. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And Kenna, where can people find you? The fastest place to get a hold of me is Instagram at Sugar Mama TV, or you can message me directly at Kenna Campbell Official. But I also have two podcasts, Sugar yes. Mama's Fireplay, which goes live every Monday morning at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. And then How Do They Afford That with the guys from Fear and Greed, which goes live every Wednesday morning. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, I love I like that both one. of those. Yeah. Well, we'll put all of that uh, juicy info in the show notes so people can access you straight away. And Kenna, thank you so much from two of your biggest fangirls. <laughs> We really appreciate you. <laughs> well, I'm blushing. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Kenna. Bye. Bye. Oh, how good was that, Liv? My pockets are heavy from a notebook <laughs> full of tips. Full of hacks. tips. But I, I just I feel excited now. I want to go and make a make a couple of changes. I'm going to join that everyday rewards. Yes. Which I just thought it was too late. Dude, it's free. I just felt it was too late to the party. No. Well, I didn't have the cards, but now apparently they have apps and I've stuff. I've got them all on my phone and I've yep. got 50 bucks for Christmas already. Yep. Flybys. Can't wait to get to that Kmart. Check out. Yes. Hello. You're just checking. You're like, $30. Thanks for coming. I'm going to yeah. get those shoes. Like, yeah. it's so good. Yep. For me, it's, um, it's pocket money and it's about what mm. to do with that pocket money. So instead of just, you know, cash in a piggy bank like I used to get, I'm actually going to start a share portfolio for both both kids and then they can like unwrap it like a gift and we can do it together. Yeah, well, I'm still that. sending Max to the front of the house to that lemonade stand. <laughs> and, <laughs> so and he's so like, cute. The big photos. Love that. Way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. It was really good. And now it's time for the Big Winch. 
I think you've got one this week, don't you? I have oh. such an annoying one. Strapping and everyone. 100%. Uh, happened this morning, jumped in the car, and what was flashing at me? <gasps> but the petrol light. Lord almighty. How annoying is that? Don't. I don't have time on the way to work to get petrol. Who has time? Who has I, time? I, you know what? I actually cannot think of a time of the day or night that I do have time to get <laughs> petrol. I, I actually Isn't don't. Isn't that the most annoying I, thing in the it world? It is my worst thing yeah. I have to do. Yeah. And then especially if your partner's not there and you can't even complain to them or go, oh, Oh, no, I call you've got to sort it. Oh, you have of to course, call a bit later, but yeah. you've got to sort it out yourself and oh, then you're late for this or that. Or, anyway, it's my whinge, whinge for the week, for the year. For the year. It Just happened to me happens. the other the other week after visiting my sister in hospital mm. and um, it was down to five kilometres, so I did the Oof. responsible thing and navigated to the nearest petrol station. Um, also, I'm in Nathan's car, so you know in your car, you know how much you've yeah, got you extra. Know you, you know your wiggle it. room with mm. petrol, how much you can push it. This car, this is foreign to me. It's like an alien. I have no idea how much mm. wiggle room I have. Then the car starts going like flashing, like yeah. find a petrol station. I'm like, I'm going. I get there. It's closed. Yeah. Oh, The, the sheer amount <laughs> of anxiety I felt. It's I awful. was going down hills in neutral. Eva's like in the back, not knowing what's Isn't going that, on. I'm thinking, it is a bit oh. of fun though when you're going down the hills. You go neutral, and you're like, oh, look. Part lying. of me was like, it felt a bit like an amazing yeah, race challenge. Yeah, exactly. Like, is she going to make it? Who? Yeah. Like, where are you going to put your money? Are we going to make it? Totally. Are we going to make it? Anyway, we made totally. it by the skin of our teeth. But God, the anxiety. The I didn't sweat. know that it actually tells you on the dashboard. It says like, you know, forty-four kilometers left. Yeah. I didn't know that. But Nathan's well, car goes down now. in fives. So then after, Oof. once you get to five, I don't know if I'm at one, I don't know if I'm at 500 metres, I don't know. Because it's like, it, it doesn't go down to the, oh, it was absolutely Speaking of hell. petrol hacks as well, mm-hmm. did you know that there's a little sign that says on the dashboard which side your petrol thing is? Is it like a little arrow? Yeah, it's like a little arrow. I never knew about it, but that's that tells you which, because I always forget so which side pump my pump side. side. Right. Yeah, and I always then, forget. And there's a little arrow either on the right or left L- of the yeah, petrol. Yeah, it tells you. I always forget. I've had this car since 2019. I still don't know what same, side the petrol same. pumps So on. that's a little hack as well. Oh, great one. We're not at hacks yet, but anyway, okay, thank you for I that. I know I love Appreciate a hack. That. This is what I do. <laughs> great. Give me so much. I give unwanted advice to everyone. <laughs> Unsolicited advice. This is a podcast for that. <laughs> and now that you've gone there before you were directed, it's <laughs> a nice segue to the hacks of the week. Hack, hack, city. Hack, hack, okay. city. with me. Go. Come on. Hack, hack, <laughs> You never want to get in there with me. Yeah, let's do it. So I have a killer hack this week. Right. Uh, and it's for all the curly girls out there. Curly hair girls? Yeah, well, yeah, curly personality, <laughs> curly hair. That's Eva Joy. That's Eva. Yeah, in, in a, a nutshell. Sure, yeah. uh, she's sassy, that one. Mm-hmm. And she has really amazing curly hair. Like I'm talking ringlet vibes. Like I'm talking it would take me four hours with a hair wand to get that kind of look. Yeah, right. She just rocks it straight after the bath, wakes up in the morning. The bad part about that hair is mm-hmm. I would sit there with a normal brush trying to brush that thing into pigtails mm-hmm. and she would scream the house down. I know, like, it's so hard. The neighbours would think I was oh, like strangling her yeah. or something. So I tried all the detangling sprays and all that kind of stuff, nothing worked. So I ended up just for weeks I'd just scoop it back with my fingers and tie it up and it looked like a bird's nest. It looked horrendous. Yeah. Like she looked like no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Then I was served, I think because I was swearing so much about it, an ad on Instagram, um, the No Nasties Detangling Brush. Right. Not sponsored. But anyway, I bought it just because I was desperate. It has changed the game. What does it game. look like? Is it so it's those... like got a curve in it. Yeah. It's plastic and it's a mixture of those plastic um, 
bristles, but also mm-hmm. like the boar bristles. It's yep. both. So I don't know how it is, but it just it it eases the tension, I guess, as you brush through the hair. She will just stand there and cop it. I'm doing pigtails and plaits every day because she lets me. It's like her <laughs> yeah, new signature right. look. Okay. My gr- my mother-in-law says she looks like Annie Oakley. I don't know who that is, but apparently she wore pigtails all the time. Yeah, cute. Okay. It's I want to so get that. It's so amazing. So what's your hack? Oh, okay. My hack of the day is mm. I love writing, right? Yeah, so I've got a, a diary. I write my girl. to-do list. I'm mm-hmm. a full list type person. Queen. Queen. Mm. And actually our producer Sim showed me and then I bought it later. Ah. But it is a pilot pen, which is friction. But basically you write mm. and then you can rub it out, the what? pen. Pe- the pen you can the rub pen. out. The pen. So you can write what? in a diary like a pen and then turn it around and it's like it's got a little razor. Like a little, show me that. it rubs that, out. Oh, it's like a silicon little eraser. Yeah, yeah oh. and I actually gave this to Ed on his first day at work. <laughs> You're like, so kind. Yes, you're you yeah, but he was blown away oh, by it. He was like, yeah. because he loves writing as he's well. He's an innovation he, guy. He's an yeah. yeah, um, old English yay writer of diaries oh, type person. So no feather too. and quill, just an <laughs> erasable just, pen. Anyway, but this pen, and they have them heaps of them at Officeworks, it's fantastic. Well, producer Sim just sent me a little note here, post it, that apparently they do it in highlighters and stuff now as well. So you can oh. erase the, I mean, that's erase just the witchcraft. I can't accept that. Yeah, back in our day it was what? Liquid paper. You highlight paper. too late. Oh, yeah, no, liquid, liquid paper. paper. <laughs> that's your backspace is your liquid paper. <laughs> Do kids even know what liquid paper is? No. I mean, that's probably too toxic to Oh, my God. Can you imagine the chemicals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that is my hack for Well, the they day. are fantastic. Thank you for that. Link in the show notes. <laughs> Link in the show notes. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. Okay, so that's us for the week, guys. We yeah. are so thankful to be in your ears again for another week. And please don't forget to join our Facebook group because there's even juicier hacks going on in there. Yeah, and if you've got any issues or questions, not issues, we don't yeah, like no, issues. No, I'm not happy to hear in, your issues. I'm happy. Yeah. There's a lot of whingers out there. So, yeah. I mean, like, as in people who whinge, but also <laughs> things to whinge about. That sounded bad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> join us. It's crazy. <laughs> so we'll see you there, won't we? <laughs> we'll see you soon. Thanks see again, guys. Week. Bye. Bye.